1: Hello, everyone, you're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends, and we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Today's special guest is.
0: Yo, 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 Mallory, what the flip is up, my dude? So sorry I'm late. Let me take my sunglasses off. Whew. Yeah, I'm here. Thanks for having me. Awesome.
1: Well, thank you so much, Melanie. Um, For those of you who don't know, Melanie is one of the members of the SCOTUS squad. We met a couple weeks ago, and she has become a really good friend of mine very quickly. Um, (laughs) She's super funny, and that's partially why I wanted her to co-host the weekly recap episode. Um, She is also a pro-life activist. Um, She is getting... um, Her bachelor's degree at the University of Texas in San Antonio, where she's majoring in communications, but her minor, she's double minoring in um, Spanish and social engagement.
0: Civic engagement. Civic
1: engagement. Big difference. Um, But civic engagement is really interesting. So if you have any questions about that, you should definitely email and I can like send it to her because I think that's super cool. Anyway, Melanie, thanks so much for coming on. Oh, also, too, we are right now in West Virginia, and we're um, recording this, like, really past my personal bedtime, um, so if we sound a little loopy, or specifically me, it's because I'm also kind of tired, but we've been doing some really cool things this week.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, all right, so let's get started. So, obviously, the first thing we're going to talk about in the weekly recap are the ACB hearings. Um. I guess... Because we, okay, so we have been in D.C. since, for three weeks now, and we were there Monday morning. We all, so it's like five of us living in one house, five of us girls, mm-hmm. one bathroom. We all got up, like, super early. Well, it wasn't that early for me, but early for everybody else, and um, we got dressed, and we went out um, to the Senate building, and I was honestly shocked to see so many pro-life people. So many people, conservative, supporting Yeah, I don't
0: know what we were expecting, but it definitely wasn't that. I think we... I feel like we were expecting, like, we were going to be, like, the only people out there. Yeah. (laughs) And a few local pro-lifers. That we had seen at, like, all the things we've been doing so far. There was well over 100 pro-life people. Oh. I'm sure.
1: For sure. Because, I mean, and I don't know why this never crossed my mind, but there were... Tons of groups that bust people over Mm -hmm. From all over the world Not the world, all over the US That would be nice Yeah, that would be nice Um, So yeah, and they were like And it was also cool to see people our age too Like young adults, college women
0: Mm -hmm. Obviously
1: there were, you know The older crowd were there too Because you didn't care But like it was a lot of young people Oh yeah There were like different groups Um, It was just, it was really cool to see that Um And I wish we were, like, she, hopefully she saw us out there.
0: I really hope so.
1: Yeah, because I feel like that would be so encouraging to, like, go into, you know, something so intense. And then turn around and be like, oh, wait, those people are for me. They want me. So, yeah. Okay, so what did you think about, okay, so actually first, you know, we get our signs. We're standing there all peacefully. Oh,
0: and ABC Nightline, oh, was yes. following Wait, us. Talk
1: about that, okay, y'all. Um, Melanie is like really famous. She's like, yeah, she's pretty famous. Um,
0: okay. Talk about that a little bit, okay. So I got to be like the. I, so I'm a student spokesperson for Student Life of America, and I was the chosen student for ABC Nightline to kind of do a story around about the Scotty Squad and day one of the hearings. So I had an initial like phone interview with a journalist and then I had a video call Zoom interview with Don't say her name, I don't think. One of the co anchors for (laughs) ABC Nightline.
1: Yeah.
0: And who shall remain nameless. And But you
1: would recognize her and if you watch it you'll know exactly
0: who it is. And then, uh, the day of the hearings, there was a camera crew that came to kind of follow us around for most of the morning time. Yeah. They came to our place of residence. And, Which was awkward. Yeah, total awk.
1: Because, like, um, like I said, it's five girls living in one pretty small apartment. with yeah. There's literally just two beds. So, myself and another girl are sharing a bed. Um, Melanie has an air mattress. And then someone, whenever someone's there, sleeps on the couch. And then there's another air mat. Like, it's just, it, it looks lived in. So, like, when they were, I don't know if we told you this, but, like, when they were micing you. I think it was, like, me, Autumn, and Fernanda, we, like, ran in and we just started picking things up. Are you serious? Yeah. We took, like, some of the stuff out of the living room and, like, threw it in our bedrooms. <sighs> I was like... And then once it was in our bedroom, I was like, oh, God, I hope they don't ask to come into the bedroom because that's just going to be a no-go.
0: No. Such an invasion <laughs> of our privacy. Well,
1: I didn't know. if I, I didn't know what to expect, so we just, like, ran in and started, like, moving stuff.
0: That's funny. I did not know
1: that. <laughs> yeah. It was really, um... It was... It was funny,
0: yeah. Yeah, so they recorded us um, right as, like, before we even left for the day, and I... um, They mic'd her, which was really cool to see. Yeah, and I was really, um, I was caught in a predicament when I needed to use the restroom, because I was told that the mic was on, (laughs) like, constantly, and so I was talking, and I'm like, um, how do I tell them that oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to go potty? But since they were already listening to me, the mic guy was like, Hey, I can hear everything you're saying, like I got you, I'll turn the mic off. Like you're good. Yeah, that was okay. so
1: awkward. Okay. And then it was like, okay, so everybody, um, anything you don't want the news to use, <laughs> don't stand near Melanie. That's basically...
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then I did video diaries throughout the day for ABC Nightline. And um, the first part of the day was us going to the a building, and then we saw all the pro-lifers there. And then after that, we migrated in front of SCOTUS, and I guess... All the days feel like a blur. <laughs> so was there opposition?
1: Yes. That, okay. was, <laughs> that was the first day. And okay, so remember we were saying was there opposition. There, We were standing there and then the people oh, like bum rushed us. Oh, it yeah. was the weirdest thing. We just had our signs and then, you know, they're coming like and we're standing on the sidewalk and we had a permit for the sidewalk and they're coming down another sidewalk and they just like start walking through us and like one person went under this the girl beside me she was like so someone just crawled under my legs and like this guy like just about knocked me over like they were just like super like it was the weird. I was like is this what what was the purpose of this
0: yeah they pressed right up against our bodies what I don't even like, what was their messaging? I know what was the point in doing that. They just walked through us and then walked away. They didn't even like stay around, Right, they didn't even, to, and they weren't like, even saying anything, try either. to yell at us. Yeah, or... that was just really weird. But I think the pressing their bodies against us was assault, like, yeah. legally.
1: Also, too, okay, this was just me, you know, if you listen. Sometimes I'm a little conspiracy overthinker type. I was like, I wonder if there was like something on their clothes and they were like trying to poison us, Hello. but it would have like affected us by now. So we're good. But that like when someone. <laughs> OK, so we'll talk about this in a little bit, but someone threw water on us at the March for life for a little bit. I like froze. So I was like, oh, my God, what if this is like acid? And then I was like, oh, wait, no, it's just water. I know. I know. I can't even imagine if someone threw ass. Out.
0: I would love to do the equivalent to them and throw holy water on them. Oh, that would have been nice. But then that would be me doing the same thing yeah. that they And we
1: rise stuff. above. We
0: rise above. We rise
1: above. But yeah, so they like bum rushed us. They were. It was the weirdest thing I have ever like experienced in that sense. It was just. I didn't understand the purpose of that. So then after that, um, we kind of, honestly, maybe it was what they wanted to do because I was certainly befumbled. <laughs> like, it took me a second to get like, wait a second, what just happened? Um, and then we had like a little press conference rally thing. And then I want to, did we go over to Sco-
0: we, we did go over, over to, to SCOTUS
1: because that was the craziest
0: hearing day. Mm hmm. That's true. And then eventually, once the Handmaid's Tales showed up, we put on our Justice for Life costumes. So we all had these judge robes and white wigs Mm -hmm. and pearls to wear. And um, there was supposed to be nine costumes (laughs) to represent the nine judges in the Supreme Court. And our purpose for the judge outfits was to show the counterculture of um, Handmaid's Tale's pro-abortion narrative versus our pro-life narrative. Because the Handmaid's Tale's, the pro-aborts believe that without abortion, women will be suppressed and we need abortion and otherwise we're going backwards. And the pro-life side says, you know, actually, we don't need abortion because abortion betrays women and women deserve better. Mm -hmm. And abortion says that um, we can't go to school, be in the workforce, and succeed without abortion. But we're here to say that you can do all those things. You can embrace your femininity. You can embrace your fertility. You can become a mother. You can go to school. You can enter the workforce. You can do all those things. And you don't need abortion. So we were showing the two sides of handmaid's tales. um, Without abortion, women women will be suppressed. And then the alternative was us showing justice female justices for life that you don't need abortion to succeed and in fact you can end up maybe one day being appointed to the highest court of the land just like amy coney Perry.
1: yeah Ooh, well said Thank you. great explanation because some people have asked me like oh what was the point point?" and i didn't say it as eloquently as you did so <laughs> there you have it um but i and honestly like at first, it was a little bit like, okay, sure. But then, like, once it was on, it was oh, yeah. like... Oh, yeah, none
0: of us wanted to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. We it, thought
0: we'd look so silly. Yeah, and you
1: know what? Let's be honest. We did look a little silly, but, like, I don't, I feel like the messaging was there. And the media and loved it. The media loved it, and I'm glad we did it. 110% I'm glad we did it. Yeah. Um, my mom thought it was the cutest thing. I'm. She asked me, like, um, do I get to take the costume home? I told her no. But like people, especially older people, loved it, and honestly, like it, it caused us to get the attention.
0: Yeah, and then those who like took the time to try to understand like the narrative of us wearing those outfits, I'm sure, then got the messaging of like, okay, they're trying to show empowered women
1: yeah and then oh my goodness so it was this lady um so we were walking around which i didn't really understand why we were doing that like i was joking with um someone else that was working there i was like are we doing it seven times and then are we gonna scream we were walking around like a group of the it was something you know what I'm, you remember what i'm talking about and that lady the older lady was like you're wearing the wigs we don't wear wigs here in the u.s she like stuck her middle finger up at it. Okay, you might not have been there when that was happening. I
0: saw an old lady who kept giving us the middle finger like every day this week. It was I feel that like it lady. Was the same lady. It was the okay. same
1: lady. She. So we were walking around, um, you know, with our signs and chanting, and um, she like got all in my face and was like, "We don't wear wigs in the U.S. You idiot, f you!" And like she like put her middle finger up, and I was like, "Okay, is that?" Okay, like it was just so weird. What she, the heck? She legitimately is like in her sixties, maybe older. Like she's, I, I, it was the weirdest, and she was like all in my face, and I was like, need "You need to back up, sis."
0: That's um, such a stupid statement. Like, what would you say to all the cancer survivors out there?
1: Yeah. Well, she met like judges don't, justices don't wear wigs. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Neighbor, mind. Yeah, <laughs> you thought she met like wigs in general that's why i was like that's a really stupid statement that's so okay, funny then i get that
1: yeah yeah um <laughs> that is so funny okay well you missed that lady but she was like crazy but anyway she was there every day um at something yelling at us about something and that's you know so yeah okay so really quick what was your favorite moment from the hearings of, we, this or, of this week of this week of
0: ever every here you ever see what was the best moment? I didn't know if you meant like of that day <laughs> no, okay no. of this week my favorite moment um i guess the first moment that comes to mind would be when we cheered away the Handmaid's tales i think on day 2 or 3 like oh yeah days. yeah 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 i think it
1: was 3
0: yeah, yeah. No, day two. It was two. I okay. <laughs> all the um, days blend they together. All blend together. We wake up I early. Think, I think they blend. They blend together because we're doing the same things and, we're in the and exact at the same, same locations. locations. Yeah, yeah. Wearing the same things exactly, or at least yeah. the same T-shirt.
1: Yeah. Well, some of us took three or four T-shirts. Yes. Um, some of us
0: did. So I think my favorite moment would be either day two or three, um, when we cheered them away, um, because that was just such an epic moment of like yeah. we won this battle, because um, there was maybe like I don't know five or six of the handmaids, and they were getting close to us or I yeah. like in the video I have this that one lady was getting like close to me and we just kept chanting and saying abortion betrays women and women deserve better and then it was so momentous to see them turn around take off their red cloaks put in their wagon and then walk away and then we changed our chant to like "Wee." are the pro-life generation. Oh, yeah, that was so fun. Abolish abortion. It's like our victory screech. Yeah. And then someone else said that she saw when they were walking down the street that their wagon wagon fell to the side. And I wish I would (laughs) have saw that so I could have had a giggle too and like have that memory in my head. But oh well. the Lord, trying to keep me humble. So that was probably a, a, a a super peak moment of the hearings
1: yeah that was really cool and then honestly like jumping around we well with the um megaphones that was so fun oh yeah
0: the megaphones are so empowering they
1: are i like want one for my room
0: i do too (laughs) i like want one to be ready to take to campus or yeah for
1: anything like someone call me i got you and run out with a (laughs) megaphone (laughs) yeah i love it um that was a good one. I think my favorite one was, honestly, like, I really loved when we were with that older group those two mm-hmm. days. It was just two days. I loved when we started walking and they started following us. That was oh. hilarious. And we were like, once we got to the end of the side, we were like, okay, do we turn? We
0: like- were all, like, <laughs> talking amongst each other, like.
1: Right? like wait we were following them and now they are following us and it just was like i don't know it was like cool because it, it i really felt like a true leader not mm-hmm. that i don't feel like a leader all the time but you know there's certain times where i'm like oh, i'm just a girl but like tiny things like that i felt like a true leader and then they also prayed for us which i loved mm-hmm. and they anointed us with oil and like um they anointed our feet and one of the ladies one of the um our friends was wearing boots and it was just so funny. How like, oh yes, and she what was she said boots on the ground, something yeah. like that. She was like, yeah, and Laura, let them be your boots on the ground. Oh, she's wearing boots now. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it was just like so funny because <laughs> that's just how like church people are, like older church people. So it was sweet. And like prayed for us, and like um a lady prophesied over us, and that was really cool. And it was. Spot on, spot on. So, we'll see, though, Um how that goes. As y'all know, I'm, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Are you a skeptic? Well, like, I believe that prophecy is real. It was in the Bible, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, we can do the things in the Bible. I just personally have never had a prophecy that, like, has come is that, like,
0: specific? Oh, okay. Oh, no,
1: I've had specific. I, this one lady... She prayed over me. This was in, like, 2018. No. Maybe even 2017, 2016. And she was like, um... And the weight is going to start coming off of you. And you are going to this, this, and that. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Like, (laughs) and she was like, because God needs you to be um, thinner, to be able to um, carry out his plan for your life. And this, this, and that. And I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I receive it. I receive it. Uh So, you know, I'm doing my thing. And that wasn't before I discovered, like, what works for me. Uh So, I, like, so, I mean, if you've heard my weight loss um, episode, so I'm doing like many weight loss right now, and like um, their plan they have, so it's a, a health clinic. So I go in, it's like and it's a nutritionist. So the plan that I'm on works really great, but I hadn't found it then. So like whenever I do literally anything else off that plan, like just does not work for me. I tried vegan, I tried paleo, I tried just eating right, even just like only eat fruits, vegetables, and protein, like does not work for me. I have to like measure count out my calories i have to weigh Mm -hmm. things now have i been doing that the past couple of weeks i'm gonna be honest with y'all it's been a struggle but if i want to lose weight that's what i have to do Mm -hmm. so i hadn't discovered that yet so i'm just like over here trying to eat healthy and like i didn't really lose any weight so Mm -hmm. i'm like all right so this this was something she knew i wanted Mm -hmm. like you know like i don't think she meant it like to be mean but it was just kind of like you know you see a chubby girl of course you're gonna pray yes you're gonna look like you know, no. No matter what anybody says, nobody chubby. Tess Holiday, uh, that's fine. I'll say her name. Tess Holliday even doesn't really want to be her size. Like, that's just not um, realistic. So, I don't know. I just, I'm, I don't want to say skeptical because that sounds like you don't believe in miracles. You don't believe in Jesus. But, like, that's not <laughs> how I feel. I just, I think some people get caught up in the moment. Mm-hmm. I think some people have good intentions, but they're mishearing. Mm-hmm. And I think that some people are straight up lying. And I, I don't I know. I agree, yeah. And some people were telling, like, some people really heard from God. And I don't know which four
0: those ladies were. Yeah, I think some people, too, could could just be, like, reading, like, context. Right, of right. Of what they've seen and heard within, like, that moment. Yeah. I and mean, they're like, God one told of the, me to say this.
1: One of the things she said to me was, like, Where one of the things she was like, yeah, you're a no-nonsense person. And I was like, wow, how did she figure that out? But then, like, I guess in retrospect, um, maybe, like, if she watched, like, my interactions with people, Mm -hmm. she could have thought that. Yeah. The government thing, I'll give her that. I don't really know how she thought that because she didn't say that for our other friend. Mm Mm-hmm. And she said, influencer for her other friend who is. So I'll I'll give her those. Those were a little Mm -hmm. bit like, okay, ma'am. But, like, you know, no nonsense. He could pick that up on Mm -hmm. just watching me interact with people. But anyway, um, so that was a cool day. And then we, like, sang worship music. And I love worship music. That's, like, low-key my favorite part of church. Um, So that was really cool. I think those were my favorite days when we did that. And then we went. And, like, after we did that, we would go and do our SCOTUS stuff. And then I want to say it was a day of the prophecy we literally so there was another rally going on with like 100 people we literally just walked up to the supreme court didn't say or do anything we just stood there and posed and the press left that rally and like took pictures <laughs> of us it's
0: like wow look at and that and now we know like that's all we need to do is just power pose <laughs> yeah and like we don't even need to like get into like the ugliness no. of what the, the pro boards are doing we can just pose and look strong and powerful and then the media will be like ooh young women pro-life pictures picture
1: yeah and I think and also too what's been really cool is I was looking at the different hashtags um from um the women's march and like just over the week and just scrolling to see different pictures and I think it's been really powerful like even with people who don't like us you can still see our signs in the back and I think that when they post the pictures there'll be people like oh what's that? oh as for life let me look that up or mm-hmm. okay that's that is what an ultrasound looks like
0: yeah
1: oh i didn't know they were that clear you know things like that so i even though you know people are posting like ha, we own the we own the conservatives um and then they'll have like pictures of us and stuff like that um i think god is still using that as a witness tool so i think that is Amazing.
0: yeah so for the women's March students for life yeah talk about had um uh, like like the the like the messaging like the campaign that they did specifically for the women's March was the she could be um like messaging for that day so they made hundreds of different uh giant posters uh um with the words of like she could be. And Then, like, insert name here. Um, they had signs that said Zendaya, uh, Ruth for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, Amy, um,
1: Bajorque, whoever that is. Uh, that just, I mean, I had never Marilyn, seen that. Marilyn Hillary,
0: so. they had all these different famous Ruth. female names. They said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> there were two, <laughs> there were two Ruth signs. That is, that is true. and. So uh, And under the names were the sonograms, were the 4D sonograms. And some of them said like 18 weeks, 5 days, or 14 weeks, like 6 days. And um, so it showed just plain science of fetal development in the womb. And they were real ultrasounds. Yeah, and it was just so crazy how the pro-aborts hated those signs like they weren't even they weren't even graphic images of abortion right it was just the mere picture of a child in the womb yeah and they went berserk they went nutso just over the simple science and i remember at one moment we were cheering pro-life is pro-science and I don't even think they had a response for that. Because I remember calling someone out. I'm like, why don't you like our signs? Yeah. what's Like, what? what? You don't like signs? You don't like this plain sonogram? Like, that's what it is.
1: Did they say anything?
0: I don't remember a response. Because oh, no. yeah. it's like, what are you going right, to say? Yeah. You,
1: this is just simple science. And it's absolutely, like, you can tell it's a human. There's no doubt about it that it was a human life. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you want to talk about a little bit what happened to you while you were
0: there? Anything? Well, I... You and I both had the water tossed on us. Yeah. And I didn't have my sign sprayed. I don't think I was holding a sign at the moment, but I was, like, right in between the people who were getting their signs sprayed. I think you were next to me. Yeah. Yeah. And... Was your sign sprayed? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I so- okay, wait, really
1: quick. Okay, so when I saw her, she was standing right in front of me. I was the first one she was gonna do, and I saw she had the can and she was shaking it. Yeah, I saw the And can I told too. I, was it Reagan that was there? I forgot who it was. I whoever was recording, I said, She has the a spray can. She has a spray and then she did it, and I was like, Oh my god. And then I was like, Do I what do I do? Like, do I turn my sign around? Do I knock it out of her hand? I was just like <laughs> I froze on... Well, I didn't freeze. I was doing stuff, but, like, I don't think it was effective.
0: <laughs> yeah, and since I had the bullhorn in my hands, I was able to yell, um, this woman is assaulting us. She's spraying our signs. Yeah, She's that was She's assaulting us. Because since that whole week was so crazy, we really, like, drilled it into our minds as a Scoda squad of, like, look, ladies, if something is ever happening, like you need to call that out. Like, yes. say it out loud. And record it. So that we can, like, get near you, record, and then, like, do something about that situation. So that's why I'm calling that person mm-hmm. out, calling them out on the red carpet. I don't, I think that's the expression. And saying, like, this person is assaulting us in this moment. They are spraying our signs um, and, like, trying to get people to record. I, me- I remember sh- that same girl sprayed not only people's phones i remember i saw her spray a staffer's face oh my god yeah so that was intense
1: that was really intense and also so okay the coolest thing we did honestly i don't i pray to god this is not the last cool thing i ever do but it certainly (laughs) feels (laughs) as if it might (laughs) we waited um the bushes thing oh i'm sure you agree that was pretty cool yeah so we waited in the bushes, and I feel like I said this in the other episode, but you're gonna hear it again. Um, we waited in the bushes, and then like right when they got to a certain spot, we like stood at the front of the march. So it was like we were leading the march with our um, ultrasound signs um, mm-hmm.
0: and our banner. I think it was like equal equal rights for all women, born and preborn. I think yeah, is what it says.
1: so. It was really that was just the coolest thing. So oh f- yeah. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like I don't when am I gonna do something cooler than (laughs) that? I hope the God but like I mean I it can only go up from there. Like I don't know. Like that was just so cool. But anyway, so we did that and then we stopped at a certain point and we like stood there with our signs and at first we weren't saying anything, we were just, you know, silently standing. But then people just like, Oh my F you, middle fingers everywhere. You can't tell me you know, all this crazy. But stuff. I felt like
0: such a bad booty, like walking. <laughs> me, moving too. My me too. Me too.
1: I I felt so powerful. I felt so
0: cool in that
1: moment. Yeah, me too. And then that's what especially
0: I'm when we turned the corner. So we're leading the march and then hundreds of pro life people were already set up with um more of the she could be sonogram uh signs. So That was epic, and we did not expect that. I did not
1: expect that, so honestly, I teared up a little bit. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. Look at what we're doing. And so then
0: all of the women's march had to walk past those hundreds of sonogram signs as we were leading them. Yeah, (laughs) as we were leading them. Come on, ladies, this way.
1: And in my head, I was like, um, because also, here's the thing that's annoying. There were people taking pictures, but, like, I have not seen anything, um, like, media-wise about them, about us doing that. Uh, But I was thinking how they would frame that, like, pro-life group leads women's march. Like, how would they? But, you know, they didn't talk about it, of course, because that's them. But we did, so you should go to Students for Life their facebook and instagram to see like everything that happened but it was just instagram
0: has a video of the like uh, a recap of the march and it shows the woman who spray painted our signs Mm
1: -hmm. and i think i say something in it too about it was this woman who had a sign that
0: was hilarious (laughs) it was so funny extremely funny she
1: had a sign that said like trust and listen to black women so then i was like oh cool let me talk to her so she can trust and listen to me and then she like flipped it over and then like we laughed
0: it was because her and a group of other middle-aged white women were taking a group picture yeah and oh they were taking
1: was, a group pic. i didn't even know they, they were, were taking, taking a group
0: picture. picture that's so funny And that was her sign she was holding up
1: yeah and it's like ah but you i I am a black woman and you were not listening So and then she
0: flipped me. the sign. Yeah. And so then um, what happened? I think, you I think we went tried around- to get the picture from behind her yeah. cuz like okay, you're putting it behind and then she flipped it forward again. Yeah. And so then you were like, "Okay, we'll have one photographer <laughs> in the front. We'll have Melanie in the back and she's going to have it facing one of the directions." And so then she just put the sign down and was like, "I'm not playing your games."
1: Yeah, she was she was mad. She was really mad. And, and then just...
0: I took a video of you and asked you like, "What's happening right now, Mallory?"
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I should put that on my Instagram. I haven't put it up or on anything. I should that put it be on my That I some story. good content, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so that was <laughs> that was crazy. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else wild that ha- it was just like a really intense day. Oh, yeah. Like I was you know, they told us, hey, it can get intense. But I just, I feel like I just didn't think it would get this intense. I guess that's why I, I feel
0: thinking. like I was mentally preparing for like worse than what it was because of what we were told of like women could possibly throw coat hangers on yeah. us or red paint on us. And I guess like that was the level of intensity I was expecting. So just the water <laughs> and just the vandalizing our signs i was like okay (laughs) not as bad as it could have been
1: see i was i was thinking they were exaggerating i was like people are not gonna do that coat hangers that's ridiculous why would someone throw coat hangers um so like i i went with like unfortunately i guess i went with like zero expectation like i knew something would happen I, i guess maybe maybe i just thought that like it wouldn't happen to me maybe that's what i was thinking
0: i, feel I don't like know. part of the problem was that their march was supposed to continue like yeah. past scotus and since we were there and then i guess because another person had a permit to do their yeah. own rally there was another rally SCOTUS, they just a, like a large portion of the march just, stayed yeah. instead of continuing to their stop point yeah um so i feel like like, ideally, they would have kept walking. But since there was pro-life people there, and they're like, "F you, yeah. I'm going to make a scene because I don't like you. And they stayed when, like, they wouldn't have otherwise.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, last thing about the march. And I want everyone to remember this when people say, Nobody celebrates abortion. There was this guy, and a few other, like, girls were like, hee hee um <laughs> with him. <laughs> And he was, like, calling the sonograms um, lasagna. Like, he said, oh, that's lasagna. And then this one girl took a picture, like, next to the sonogram. Like, she was, like, eating it. So, like, when people say, oh, they don't celebrate abortion, like, I want you to remember this story. Like, you can refer them back to this episode um, because people do. And that's why we need to speak up. That's why we need to say stuff. Um, As you guys know, I'm big on we have to change the culture. The culture has now made abortions seem like they're just this fun little light thing. It's no big t- It's just a clump of cells. It's, it's like you're sneezing into a tissue. It's no big deal.
0: Oh, yeah. Like all the TikToks. Yeah. Abortions. Yeah.
1: So, like, that is what our culture has done. And that is why we, <clears throat> as pro-life activists, as pro-life people in general... And so we have to say something, we have to counter it, and we cannot... Mm-hmm. Oh, nobody celebrate. No, people do. It is a thing.
0: Oh, yeah, like the Handmaids, they held their signs that said abortion on demand without apology. Yeah. Like, that's abortion extremism. And that goes beyond the their saying of, my body, my choice. Like, no, the sign it says we want abortion on demand without apology gone it isn't didn't say my body my choice it's we want this on demand and i'm not sorry about it
1: and i think you had a very good point when you said the thing about extremism i think that it has changed from i mean it was like safe legal where safe legal rare Mm -hmm. and now it is Abortion on demand. No apologies. And I think that mindset shift has opened the door for so many things. And unfortunately, more and more people are shifting over because I think of bad education. I really do. Like, some of the people that I personally don't necessarily like talking back to the people because nine times out of ten they really don't want to have a conversation unless because there were two girls who were like i just really want to talk like please i just and they were super kind and like quiet about it so i was like fine
0: i'll talk to you but yeah. I, like,
1: I want to talk to you and i want to talk to you now like that
0: i'm not gonna like <laughs> yeah i definitely think engage. there's a time and place for dialogue for getting loud and rallying and there's even a time and place for i think like graphic images but i definitely i don't personally feel like at a rally at a protest is where you're gonna have an effective dialogue no i'd rather have my dialogues like one-on-one in person on campus, over a cup of coffee, maybe. Yeah.
1: And that's how you affect people, too. Like, that's how you're gonna really make the change with your friends and your family, is honestly through one-on-one conversations. Also, let me tell you, not through Instagram comment sections, and not through Facebook comment sections. I have started not responding on Instagram.
0: So have I. it feels great. It does feel so Uh, great.
1: Especially because to be honest, if I don't respond, other people respond, so they can just discuss it and I just sit back and I just like occasionally it's because
0: then you get caught into it and then it's like then it's you, three hours later yeah and then it's like you feel responsible of like i have to now cite my sources and find yeah. a good source too blah 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 yeah it's not
1: worth it um but yeah so the culture has just made it so casual and we have to counter that. There oh, I know why I was saying all that. Um, because a lot of the people that I did have those one on one conversations with, they just kept saying it's not alive, it's not human, it's just a fetus, it's just blah blah blah. Yeah. And they were just not understanding and that's another thing too. Like if we can't come to the consensus that it's a human being, then like I don't know, like there's not much I can there's not much I can say. All I can do is just give you the information, the facts and the science, and then that's that. Yeah,
0: I heard so many people say It's just a clump of cells. (laughs) And I thought, like, I thought we were past that. Yeah. Just a clump of cells? Like, I thought, like... Wait, do you hear that ringing? I'm hearing, like, a ringing. I thought, like, we're past that. The It's just a clump of cells in terms of, like, their talking points. I just feel like science completely, like... Debunks that, like, um, sweetie, um, (laughs) (laughs) baby girl, (laughs) (laughs) let me pass you this embryology, biology, human development textbook. Like, yeah, what do you mean? It's just a clump of cells. Like, that's so totally not even, and like, so wrong.
1: (laughs) Yeah, our education is just it's lacking in that area. They're so
0: ignorant.
1: Yeah, that's why. Also, too, like some people. I'll say the people that were kind. Cause like, it was just one girl that was talking to me. She was actually like really sweet. And she made a point. She was like the guy who was saying like the Lanya stuff. She was like, I just want you to know, like we're not with him. Like I, he's crazy. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Like that. Now I, I will really dialogue with you. If you think that's crazy, then we can definitely have some sort of conversation. But anyway, we need to move on to our next topic. Um, so our next Our next topic is, we're going to really quickly discuss this tweet. Um, Let me pull it up really quick. It is by um, everyone's favorite um, ultra right-winged wife and mother. The transformed wife. So if you're in the Christian circles, you've seen her tweets, you've seen different things Um, shared about her. Honestly, if you are in the secular circles, I feel like I've seen them share some of her stuff too. She's famous for the article about men wanting debt free um, tattoo-less virgins. Um, So this is her tweet that she tweeted on um, October 13th. She says, ACB, Amy Coney Barrett, is feminine, classy, kind, well-spoken, and intelligent. I think these are also words that could describe me. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, yes. Um, And she said, It's not an easy feat as a dog-eat-dog lawyer. Many women, even Christian women, don't have these qualities. But she is extremely admirable in her demeanor and character. However, her family needs her more than we do. So, I do want to discuss this. um, Because I do think it is... Something that is discussable, I guess, if that's a word. And something that we can and should talk about in um, Christian culture. Mm -hmm. Because the idea of um, a woman staying home with her kids and having a career is something that comes up very often. And we're both at an age where um, you're dating someone and, you know, I would like to date someone and be married eventually. So that's something that is going to come up. In our lives. Oh, yeah. Um, so, what is your initial thoughts when you
0: heard that? So, I'm reminded of our conversation we had the day we went to the Rehumanize Oh, yeah. Because I feel like we already kind of talked about this theme without yeah. the context of that tweet. Because, um, well, first of all, I don't think a woman is any more or less whether or not you choose to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. I think that is... Wonderful thing, and that is a valid decision, and that's very admirable. And, um, but then I think too, like realistically, um, you would need to be in an okay financial place with your family to be able to do that, and I think that's where like reality sets in, yeah. Because, um, I feel like just because of where we're at in this time in history and in culture. We're kind of just taught like everyone's going to grow up and become something. No, I feel like nobody really thinks of, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a mom.
1: Well, you didn't go to Christian school in the South, but we actually had a. I s-
0: did in Texas.
1: Okay, that's a different thing. So for our career fair, we actually had a stay-at-home mom. Oh, come.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. I it's was a thing. never exposed to that.
1: Yeah, no, we had a, a stay-at-home mom come for
0: our career fair in high school. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. So continue. <laughs> so, um, I remember in our conversation, we talked about how, like, um, like we're just at this point in time in the world that we need women in the workforce yeah and the things that come to mind for me are like the pregnancy resource centers the post-abortive healing ministries domestic violence yes domestic violence um everyone in the pro-life world like majority of us pro-life activists are females
1: yeah
0: and um I just think of roles like that and to say, like, women ought to only be at home, then who is going to fulfill those roles? Or, like, like I, like I teach fertility classes. Teach young women <laughs> about their bodies. The like, idea
1: of a man teaching fertility. I'm sorry, that's what I laughed at. Just the idea of a man teaching fertility Yeah, or, like, class.
0: parenting classes yeah. or, like, the doulas. Like, who's going to do those things if we're going to be consistent with the ideology of, like, women... Ought to only be at home,
1: yeah,
0: huh? Yeah, because no. those would be considered like in the workforce jobs, right?
1: Yeah, I agree. What I so that I someone posted that Facebook, um, someone posted that tweet in a Facebook group I'm in, and what I essentially said was basically everything you said, and I was like, you know, a couple years ago, more than a couple years ago, years ago, that would have been feasible idea. Years ago, you know, I would say, yeah, you know, maybe not. But, like, where we have gone in history, things have changed. Like, where, like, Mm -hmm. we can't, like you said, like, for pro, like, um, pregnancy resource centers, that can't be run by a man. What woman is going to come to a man and say, hey, I have an unexpected
0: pregnancy. And that's not a bad thing. Right, it's not. It's just, like, how... Like, a man will never know what menstruation feels like. Right. Period. A man will never know what being pregnant feels like. Right. And one day, we may experience that, and, and we may experience childbirth and, the, and at like, lactation. And a man will never know those things. So, who's going to teach those things and walk with another woman if not another woman? Right.
1: And I think, and, you know, another thing, too, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this with, um... With my chest. Another part of the problem is we have so many beta males in our society now. Men are not stepping up. So who is going to take that place? Part of the problem, for example, I'll use um, human trafficking shelters. A woman needs to run a human trafficking shelter for women. That's point blank period. You know why there needs to be human trafficking shelter for women? Because men have not done their job to protect and serve and love women. So that's another aspect of it. There's things that, like, women do have to do because men have dropped the ball. Why have men dropped the ball? I'll bring it all back to what I always say, porn. We'll talk about that another time, but porn is a big reason why men have dropped the ball. Oh, yeah. Um. Anywho, so, like, things like that is just... And, I, you know, I like the idea. I would not mind being a stay-at-home mom. I mean, I would still do podcasting and in my jewelry store because I, I just... I like to be busy, like I don't like to have downtime. But um, I don't think being a stay at home mom is bad at all. I do love the idea though of being able to do both, and I feel like as pro life women, we should be supporting someone who is doing both and doing both successfully. Mm-hmm. Someone did point out um, that you that the mom does need to be involved, and they pointed out what is going on with Kelly and. Conway's kid have you heard about that Kelly and Kanye
0: Conway <laughs> who's Conway
1: um so she used to work for the Trump administration okay um long story short her oh daughter, the
0: rebellious daughter mm-hmm. okay
1: and someone commented was like well no a mom needs to be at home look at her family for example and to that I would say you're so right she should have been on top of that that's why your family is your priority Mm-hmm. I think the family should be the priority for a husband and father as well, but especially a mother. I do think the family should be the priority. Oh yeah. So even if you are the Supreme Court justice, if something's going on in your family, mm, sorry, can't do it. Um, because I mean that is a very good like I get where you co- People are coming from saying like someone needs to be taking care and watching the family. I get that mm-hmm. completely. Um, so yeah,
0: yeah, I definitely think that um we admire like i feel like as women we're taught like an empowered woman is someone who's like in the workforce yeah and and so like amy coney barrett is someone that i as a young woman look up to yeah and the fact that she is a young as is a mother to school-age children like that is so admirable but i think in, in the example of that person, the Kelly and yeah. Conway, yeah, um, is that something got out of line? Yeah, with the priorities of like God, husband, children, work—like something got flipped within that ladder of priorities—and that's sad, and that's wrong, and that happens, and that's just because of our imperfect nature, yeah,
1: because of sin
0: and time management, and I and I. And I acknowledge that that would be really hard to balance work and family. Um, but I do think it's possible, and I think Amy Coney Barrett is a great example of that, that it is possible to have a good balance and a healthy marriage and and still go for your goals. So I think it's possible, though difficult. But then that's where faith would come in, is yeah. when things would get hard and difficult.
1: And that's why it's marriage is two people. So where you're lacking, someone, your husband or the wife, if it's the husband, can pick up and Mm -hmm. help you out. That's why it's two people. Now, if both of you are lacking, you know, God will come in and intervene as well. But, like, that's why it's marriage is a partnership in that aspect. Like, where one is struggling, you'll, like, lift the other person back up. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know much about that story of that rebellious daughter. But there could just be a lot of hurt and more to the story that we don't true, know. And she could have been a very good mom. And then there's just a lot of bitterness because of different politics. So. Yeah.
1: So this has gone a lot longer than I thought it would. Um, but I do want to end on something fun. Okay. Um. So let's just tell me something this week
0: that made you smile so something this week that made me smile is that my boyfriend jerry love you jerry shout out to jerry (laughs) picked up my dog from my parents house and now my dog manolo shout out manolo love you manolo is (laughs) living with jerry for the month like while we're both in our separate workplaces and so that makes me really happy that they're having like boy bonding time and Jerry's training Manolo on how to like stay and roll over and giving him like Dairy Queen ice cream. <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. I'm really happy that they're together and now and since they're hanging out Jerry's been sending me a lot of videos of my doggie that I miss so much.
1: Oh, did you And my eyes boyfriend eyes? Huh? <laughs> and your boyfriend to clarify jerry she didn't mention you um were your parents not sending you pictures of him no okay i understand that mine probably they're
0: they're either. just like keep the dog outside <laughs> don't want to deal with the mess
1: yeah no i get that um for me one thing that made me smile um let's squat we watch an amazing cinematic oh yes film dang it was such a long week i know i know how many days ago did we watch that oh my that?
0: gosh oh wait are we talking about high school musical oh no i was talking princess about the diaries? princess diaries oh my
1: gosh, high school musical is amazing too but <laughs> let's just take a moment to talk about princess diaries fantastic movie from the beginning to the end and there is the scene that i go through in my head a lot lately To humble myself and make sure that I am,
0: you know. And I remind Mallory of this scene.
1: (laughs) She's a very good accountability partner. (laughs) Um, So it's the scene where she's accepting the role of being queen. And she goes, how many stupid times a day? Or how many times a day do I stupidly say the word I? And it just really, like, this last time watching it, just really, I just felt it in my heart. Because I'm like... When I think about it, I complain about different things, aspects of my life that I'm just really not happy with, but it really doesn't matter because that's not why I'm here on earth. I'm mm-hmm. not here to be happy. I'm not here to have, quote-unquote, the desires of my heart. I want to talk about that verse, too, one day in the episode. The Probably the most misquoted verse in all of the Bible. Anyway, Really? Yeah, people use that to be like... God said he's going to give you the desires of your heart, so anything you want, you're going to get just I feel like
0: the most misquoted is the, Jesus said don't judge.
1: That's misquoted (laughs) too. Because people forget the second part.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: But anywho, it's one of the most misquoted ones. But anyway, that's beside the point. So I'm not here for that. I'm here to do what he has called me to do. So sometimes that means not being comfortable. Sometimes that means Mm -hmm. like, dreams hopes and things that I really wanted just don't happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that sucks in the moment yeah but God gives you the grace to accept it and be happy so also to the book um, you're not enough and that's okay super good and that has helped me with that mindset as well just getting off of myself and not being so caught up and like oh I'm so sad because X Y and Z didn't work out and now I'm blah 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 that doesn't matter. It isn't. Life is not about that. Mm-hmm. So I just really like that's a really good scene, and then just the whole princess idea, and like she's just. So, I love that movie so much.
0: So I think the message in the movie was like, in the to humble herself, she became a, a princess.
1: Yeah, and to think, then
0: no longer stop focusing on herself, but like to care for others.
1: Yes, that's that's it exactly because the other part that really stuck out to me was when her best friend lily said um you are says something along the lines like you can really have an impact you have all these people who are listening to you right now you have this platform as a princess you can make a real change mm-hmm. and then in the second movie they showed that for example when she did the things for the orphans she opened that school so it's like Mm, that type of stuff really sticks with me because I feel like when we think of like princesses we always think of like the ball gowns and things like that and you know those things are great and like as a princess I definitely will have those things um but I think something that's really big is having the platform and selflessly serving others And I don't think Mm -hmm. we talk about that aspect enough and that's something that I want to make sure I'm always doing selflessly serving others Because I know and I think i've talked about this before like my whole purpose on life is to help those who can't help Themselves, so when I do something that is not in line with that I can feel like I like I just feel gross. I'm like, oh gosh This is not I know god put me on earth to do this and now i'm not like it's just um so yeah, so just like like you said, the whole purpose is humbling yourself and, like, using your platform to have a message to help someone else. So, yeah, that was the thing that made me smile this week. And cry. And, okay, you didn't have to tell everybody that. <laughs> Several times. <laughs> it was literally just twice. Really? Just, I feel like it was four. It definitely was not four. <laughs> okay. Um, It was just, like, a really, no, it's, like, if you start thinking about it, like, a little bit deeper, I feel like it's a really, really good movie. Um, I think I highly suggest everyone should watch it. Um, <laughs> it's on Disney plus great soundtrack too.
0: um, it, yeah, I can agree with that.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Um, Mel. Oh, also too, the song, Melanie's intro song
0: was mega gang gang gang, mega gang gang gang. Well, no, what's the name of the song? I don't know.
1: It was called
0: gun toad and Patriot by Bryson Gray. Yes, love you, Bryson Gray.
1: So I just wanted to, sh- okay, <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> shout him out because um, I'm gonna tag him and see if he listens, and then if he wants to hop on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to mention that. So if you like um, that type of music, it's he does not curse in any of his music, so I appreciate that. And it's a lot of things that are just like
0: pro america yeah pro god pro family pro second amendment pro yeah. life
1: yeah so if you're looking for some rapish hippity hop
0: that's like that i love his music
1: <laughs> yeah i like um i like some of it there i like it i don't dislike it there's like one song that i like really really like
0: though what um, song
1: pro it's pro god pro life pro Trump. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really really like that one. Um, I really
0: like the um Donald Trump is your president if you like it or not. Yeah, oh, fun
1: fact, she'll just like start saying like well everybody's just casually living and then she'll just start saying it.
0: I don't feel like that's accurate. but Okay.
1: <laughs> that's truly what happens. Um so lastly, Melanie, can you tell everybody like if they want anything about you that you want to add or like if they want to reach out to you? Any message you want the people to know? Sure.
0: So if you are scared or nervous, hesitant about getting involved in the pro-life movement, my advice to you is that sometimes you just need to rip the band-aid off. You just got to rip the band-aid off and you got to go full force. You got to be gritty and you just got to do it because the pre-born who are voiceless need a voice And we need to speak the truth, even if our voice shakes. Sometimes it's really hard. And believe me, I know what it feels like to be a one woman club to feel like, oh, my goodness, nobody likes me and nobody's going to join me. But once you create the thing, people will come. Mm -hmm. But you just got to do the thing and then people will come. God will provide for Mm -hmm. you the people you need at the right time that you need it. And that With that comes the trust, and that's really hard to do, but you need to trust God that he will provide. And so, as I said, you just got to jump in, and it's hard. It is really hard, but, you know, abortion is the issue of our time. It is the preeminent issue of our time, and we need to be fighting against this. We need to be talking about this, and it is, abortion is so horrendous. It is so vast. That it demands its own movement. It demands its own activists. And that, my friend, could be you. So please say yes if you're feeling convicted to join the movement and look up Students for Life on social media. At Students for Life uh, and Students for Life Action and go to studentsforlife.org. If you're interested in starting a chapter on your campus, you can type... And you could email your state at studentsforlife.org. So for example, I'm from Texas. So I would put in Texas at studentsforlife.org and email hello, I would like to start a club. Please help me. Do 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 do. And my Instagram is Melanie Salazar. And it, in case you're wondering, it's Melanie Salazar because at Melanie Salazar was already taken. Oh <laughs> I <laughs> was wondering Yeah. And my middle name's Anne, so I just pretend like the A at the end stands for Anne. Melanie Ah. Salazar, A for Anne. Yeah. So at Melanie Salazar, M E L A N I E. Yeah, I was gonna say can you spell it? (laughs) And a little bit slower, please. M E L A N I E S A L A Z A R A. That is my Instagram, and check out all my pro life activist content over on the gram. Yeah.
1: Okay, well thank you so much Melanie for being on and doing this. We talked a lot. There was like two other segments um, on the docket that we just didn't get to. I'll have her on again. If you guys like her, if you don't like her, like message me, let me know. Um, I will never have her around the
0: brand again. They message you, they're like Mallory, that was your worst episode. It Like it's the least amount of listens. Yeah. Like <laughs> you like talk to me tomorrow, you're like listen Melanie it, it didn't I, uh, <laughs> it's not working out not uh, you those are the girls I think you need to find like those other other girls <laughs> maybe you'll have a place there uh, I'm gonna be short-staffed
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave okay you sorry that me. was an inside joke um Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I really hope you're enjoying it. And also, too, thank you so much for um, sticking with me during this transition. I will eventually have a permanent co-host. But until then, listen to my amazing friends that I have all over the country that are doing really cool things in politics. Also, don't forget, we are collecting money to get feminine products such as tampons and pads... <clears throat> for the local women's shelter
0: what's that not just pro-birth you care about other humans too yeah believe
1: it or not um i do care about other humans (laughs) um it blew people's minds when we would say that like this one girl was like yeah you should care about the mothers i was like i do like I i volunteer at pregnancy resource centers oh yeah yeah if you took two seconds to like get to know me you know anywho um so yeah so we're collecting that also too we have some really cool merch with the logo and as well um as like with the snake and the elephant so it's really cute um check that out and yeah thanks guys for listening bye
0: thank y'all bye
1: Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at podcast and on Twitter, at T-O-G underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.